Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Philip Blackett here with another episode of Sewing My Seeds podcast. On this episode, I'm going to talk about people like me, consultants. Now, there's obviously different types of consultants, right? Uh, marketing, sales, that's more where I focus on this. Or you got operations, leadership, all these different areas that people can consult with. It could be like, you know, something that's serving, uh, better serving tennis balls, right? So to speak, it's like, you know, consultants on a tennis court. Um, just a number of different ways that people can serve as consultants for others. And on this particular episode, I want to focus on something that um, not everyone thinks about because it's kind of out of box thinking. And that's concerning the thought of how do you go about being compensated for what you know? And most people think when it comes to consulting, um, okay, you know, I probably will get either paid by the hour or a flat fee, you know, paid by the project. Um, and that's about it, right? Um, there's a challenge that comes with that because basically it's, as one mentor told me, um, you're, you're running the risk of still trading your time for dollars, just like with any other job in particular that you're getting paid an hourly rate for. Um, and it might be different with the project, but the project, if you got a flat fee for it, there's inherently an advantage of you being able to complete that project as quickly as possible because the longer it takes you to complete that project, if you're getting paid a set flat fee, the less per hour you're actually getting paid, right? Um, and that can run its course as far as opportunity costs because the longer it takes you to complete that project, the fewer projects you can take on as far as quick turnover um, that can help you add more revenue to your consulting practice. Um, so beyond that though, the question becomes, um, is there another way that somebody can compensate you for what you know, as far as providing consulting that doesn't necessarily have a clear dollar value to it? Because outside of discounting your services or providing special offers, the question becomes, is there a way to be more creative and dare I say, provide an, a different type of exchange for what you know in consulting. And the strategy I want to share with you, um, just to kind of like drop it on the table, right? Let it simmer a little bit, let it marinate in your head a little bit. Maybe there might be something here that you say, hey, I might be able to work this out. I might be able to do something with this, right? One mentor of mine, uh, he's very well known as being very much an advocate for bartering. Now, I first came across this whole concept of bartering uh, from a consulting friend of mine that we did some work with in the past um, several years ago. And it basically what she did was just, you know, basically she was a great relationship builder and she would talk to a number of prospects and potential client and clients. Um, and sometimes she would get paid in, in cash or, or that sort. Sometimes it'd be some sort of exchange like, okay, if I consult we here, can you provide some of your products or services to me in exchange? And for me, like, I think it was hard for me to really kind of understand that because I'm kind of more like a, or at least back then was more like kind of a linear, kind of like A plus B equals C, one plus one equals two sort of thing. 
not a one plus one can possibly equal three sort of person. Um, but essentially what came off was the sense is that, you know, the lesson learned is for what you have to provide in your consulting services, there may be some people that can pay your rate, your hourly rate or your project flat fee rate. And there may be some that can't. And it may be easy to do kind of a quick black and white sort of, hey, can you pay it? Great. We work together. Can you not pay it? Okay. Well, we don't work together. Um, Sort of scenario, sort of a binary sort of decision tree sort of model. Um, Or can you be creative in the sense of like, okay, if you can't pay my normal rate, what else is there on the table that we can consider that may be outside of the box? We might not necessarily have the color within the lines here uh, from a negotiating standpoint and sit together on the, at the table and say, hey, what can we put together between you and me that can allow us to do business together, that can allow us to work together? That may not necessarily be a straight dollars for time sort of arrangement. And so the thought that comes off my mind is be creative. For the person you're working with, you know, think about it in terms of what can be helpful. Maybe just thinking off the top of my head, one example could be in a sense, like, could you provide services to a business that may be um, advertising on the radio and they may be, you know, maybe the owner of a radio station, but maybe you can help service that business in exchange for um, complimentary of advertising spots for your business. Um, Maybe they have a website that they could have a a banner ad, so to speak, on their website promoting you, or maybe they can um, endorse you um, to their list of people that they work with, uh, of customers or clients in that sort, or to their own network of other business owners. Um, Maybe it's something that, you know, you might be working with a food brand and you really like, you know, the shake mix that they offer for their protein shakes. Uh, and maybe that might be something to say, hey, if I help work with um, your business and for it to grow, maybe in terms of, you know, certain level of consulting, can we come up with a deal where I might get some product in auto ship for the shake mix for my protein shakes before I go work out each morning? Um, this is kind of one of those things where one mentor of mine would say this kind of helps along with joint ventures and partnerships opens up a endless or almost infinite business checkbook for yourself where the more open you are to creativity and your own imagination to figure out, okay, where is there, where is there a way to do a deal together? It may not be, um, the predictable dollars for hours, this sort arrangement. Um, but this is kind of one of the things where, you know, for me, when I think about it, this was part of why negotiation out of all the classes I took in business school was my favorite class because it was a class I realized was something that I knew I could apply in my everyday life and career for the rest of my career in life. Um, whether in the boardroom, working alongside a client, or even just parenting 
six-year-olds. Negotiation is something that you absolutely um, can do and you can do well when you're essentially looking out for the other person, just like you're looking out for yourself. You sit next to them at the table versus across from them and working out a deal that is a win-win for each person. And on top of that, you're open to more creative solutions beyond the obvious. And so that's one that I would just share with you where I think that's something that can open up the possibilities of the number of people you can work with, the number of businesses you can work with and having a great reputation on that. And not only for the type of work you do, but just the sense that you can work with different people in different verticals, different areas, different industries, different places. Um, maybe it's something where you can work with people overseas. They have money in different currency. It may not be helpful to transfer that over or may not be doable, um, but there might be something different. You know, um, it, it's, it's one of those things that you really just have to think about and see what's fair for each person. What's, you know, of course, legal and ethical to do um, in your place of business. Um, and it's also something that you could figure out how to account for when it's all said and done um, at the end of your business year. You know, because like I said before, in the very first episode, I am not an accountant and I'm not giving accounting advice because I am not an accountant. However, I would advise if you do get into some sort of bartering arrangement, find somebody that's versed in, in bartering when it comes to business and doing deals to, to learn and understand how do you account for that when you do your taxes and that sort of thing and, and reporting as far as how well your business did and that sort of That's always been a question of mine when I look at bartering, but I'm sure there's answers that people have. You just have to take the time to ask the right people. In which I would advise, find the right people if you're going to do this sort of thing. But nevertheless, uh, I'm a fan of bartering. I'm a fan of learning more about it to understand how I could use it with my own business and with the clients that I work with. Um, and I think it's something that I think will be helpful for anybody. Because I truly believe that like, along with partnerships, when you pair that together and, and having that sort of mindset, um, it really opens up the limits on how you can work with people and how you can grow your business in a way um, that your competition is not necessarily looking at because they're looking at it more from a tunnel visions type of perspective. So um, I think that'd be worth your while to explore that. And um, I encourage you to do that. So hopefully, you know, my big question as with all my episodes is, you know, how can you apply what you're learning from this episode in your own business? What opportunities are there that you can potentially introduce bartering as a way to work with not only your clients and customers, maybe also your vendors, maybe also your employees or your contractors, volunteers. Um, there's a number of ways you can go about it, but just having that mindset of an open growth type of mindset and figure out what's you know best for that person and find a win-win solution between you and that and that person that you're looking to work with. I think doing that is going to make you that much more of a multifaceted entrepreneur that opens the door wide open for much more opportunities than what typically is normal for people that don't think this way or have a more limited way of looking at things.
So with that, this is going to be Philip Blackett signing off on this episode. Uh, hopefully you got some some great insight or some things you can chew on a little bit and, and understand, you know, how can this apply to your business? And um, I'm looking forward to the next episode. And thank you so much for listening in. If this was something of help to you or value to you, feel free to share this episode and podcast with someone that you know, that you care for, that you want to see their business grow as well. Um, if you're interested to learn more about me and how it can be of help to your business um, so it can grow its sales, profit, and exit value, head on over to my website at www.allaboutthatmass.com. A-L-L-A-B-O-U-T-T-H-E-M-A-S-S dot com. Um, feel free to share the podcast as well with people. Give a five-star rating. Show some comment love as well. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Sowing My Seeds podcast. Thanks so much. Take care. God bless. And we'll see you next time. <music>